welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Brand new week, you guys. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. You know why I am excited today? Let me look out and make sure. Hi, hi. It's nice. It's That's mild. That's the sun that you're yeah, seeing yeah, yeah, in the yeah, sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is the sun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As I pulled out of the driveway this morning, I was like, look, sun is here. It's because I don't know if you were awake much this weekend, but fog was here. Yeah, it was very foggy. It was strangely foggy throughout the whole day. Usually fog goes away. Yeah. And it was, it just hung around. What are we? Foggy London town? I love it. I Uh, I think, and I could be wrong, I think I was seeing itty bitty baby buds on my magnolia bush. You know, I don't want to harsh your mellow. I was looking at my trees after all the leaves fell off, like in late November. Yeah. And I saw the same little buds that last spring I saw. It was like, all right, they're getting ready. I think once the leaves fall off, for some plants, the buds are there. Like, okay, now we push that old leaf, dead, dead leaf gone. New bud here. Tell us when time for bud to Okay, go. that could be. Maybe. Also, the lack of snow, you're seeing things you might not ordinarily totally. see. Totally. So that you're right. That could be there, and it just has snow on top of it, and I never notice it. But it was so mild and lovely. Listen, guys, I'm looking at a 10-day, and I see the lowest high that I see on my unreliable phone app is 39 degrees for the next 10 days. You know, this is great. If you've got yard work that you need to get done, like clean up, I went up to the cabin. I'm still trying to clean up tree damage from two Christmases ago when we had that heavy storm that, you know, the snow was so heavy that it was just knocking down trees. I came home and my arborvitaes were dead in my front yard. Just, you know, Mm. the, the trunk of the tree just, Snapped Gave, in half. Yeah. Bent over. So um, I called my tree guy and I said, hey, I know this is a shot in the dark, but with these mild temperatures, any chance that you would come and take down four trees for me I this bet winter? Said, oh, yeah. He was like, you know what? I'm on my way. I'll come and give you an estimate and got him on the calendar. Does insurance cover that? Not the trees that didn't hit the house. Okay. Insurance covers the tree that fell on my Falls deck and damaged the deck. Okay. So I had to get the deck repaired. and the, But these wow. are trees that look like they could endanger my home mm. if they fell. Your second home. Thank you. I mean, if we're, ta- you know, if we're being honest with our That's audience. Fine. That's fine. You want to call it my weekend home? I just think it's a nice that you have a getaway. Thank you. That'd be fun to have a cabin. It's nice to, well, it's work. It's a lot of work. I, when I go up there, I'm just working. That's all I do. <laughs> well, now that's not selling me. I, I thought it's supposed to be a getaway and a respite from the hustle it's and bustle. It's supposed to be, but find a friend who has a cabin. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, anyway, I digress. I heard that the um, the warmer ocean temperatures have something to do with 
the milder temperatures we're experiencing this winter. Oh, very interesting. I only saw the headline. I didn't deep dive, so don't ask any follow-up questions. You do your own research. Also, I would now like to say something very controversial about climate change, and people are going to get mad at me. Okay. But here's the here's the question that I have, because okay. I, it's like weird, right? Like, we have weird stuff that's oh, yeah. happening out there. Absolutely. And if you're a climatologist, email Don and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. You mean a meteorologist? No, I mean a climatologist. Okay. I think. <laughs> anyway, um, my question is, so while there's a part of my brain that is like, oh, this is uh, this is evidence of some f- form of climate change. There's another part of my brain that says, but do you notice we're breaking the records from like the 1870s? So 170 years ago, they okay. were having some of these weird things. I wish we had a climatologist in the room so I could say, just make it, tell me more, say more things about, because they went through a warming period as well. As well. And okay. then did, is there a natural? Now, they didn't have all of the Infra- cars and the infrastructure that is in place now that right. impacts the environment and all of that. I'd like to be educated in this area. All right. What a fun way for us to start I an entertainment know, right? show. Listen, we got stuff. Uh, we won for Jeremy Allen White in the My Talk Awards, right? Yay. Yeah, sorry. But I poo-pooed it. I thought we were going to really lose that one. That was Best Actor. We did lose for Best Actress, which, of course, went to Margot Robbie. That yeah. is uh, Team Lori and Julia. Um, but we got Lily Gladstone got like 25% Not in that bad. category. And so, like, when you put our percentages together, I think we have like 61%. In those first two categories, because we have 36%. Jason and Alexis had 35% in Best Actor, Pedro Pascal, separated by a percentage point. I mean, they would have had us do a recount if this were politics. You're right. You're right. And both those actors, Jeremy Allen White and um, Pedro Pascal, both had great years. Yeah. Or great two years. Let me just say this, though. If anyone's feeling bad today, and we love them, it's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, and here's why. They got last place in both categories with 10% of the vote and 7% of the vote. Oh, no. That cannot be how they wanted to start this. And they were in last place last year. Right. So it's a tough day for Bradley and Dawn, but it's a long week. All this week, the MyTalk Awards happening live on our air at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. You'll hear voices from every show that you listen to. All throughout the week, we'll have somebody on the air there with you. So it's a big old party that we have. So that's 8 a.m. all this week on Jason and Alexis. Who's having a good week? Taylor Swift made the Super Bowl, everybody. She's in. (laughs) She's in the Super Bowl. So cute. The Kansas City Chiefs managed to uh, to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Did you see that coming? I feared it coming. Okay. I didn't think there were any strong favorites in either of the games. Okay. And they were both close-ish games. But okay. Kansas City kind of had this thing, even though the score they looked a little a bit closer. Year. They had the game in hand the whole time. Actually, they had a bit of a down year compared they to did? their other years. Oh. It didn't. They didn't have the same Kansas City Chiefs dominance. But Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, they find a, found a way to make it work. They go to their fifth uh, Super Bowl, in, not in a row. Maybe. No, it can't. Uh, maybe. They've been to six AFC championships in a row. I think it's a okay. Super Bowl. Oh, wow. A- appearance in a row. Anyway, um, their domination continues, so they will have a chance. It's gonna, NFL's happy because Taylor Swift is going to be there. Yeah. So now you already got a ton of stars in the building. You get some Taylor Swift build up to it as well. Sadly, I think the Detroit Lions lost. They they had become America's team because they've never been. to the, They have Aww. zero Super Bowl wins. 
They went 30-plus years without winning a playoff game. But it was cool. They had a couple playoff victories this year, but they fell short to the San Francisco 49ers. So it will be a repeat of the 2020 Super Bowl, Donna, when you and I both were got COVID before COVID was even a thing. We were the original COVID people, and that's what we like to claim. (laughs) Ground zero. And... um, so it's going to be the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, and that happens on February 11th. Okay. All right, awesome. Hey, we'll tell you who else is having a good week. Someone that we told we were going to make them a star. Yep. And a star we made. We're kingmakers. We are kingmakers. We'll tell you uh, who we're talking about on staff when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Friends, what's up? It's Steve from my pals over at the Canopy Group. Uh, boy, they have so many satisfied customers. You know why? It's easy to have a satisfied customer when you save people money, like lots of money. New customers who switch to the Canopy Group save, on average, over $800 when they make the switch. Well, what does the Canopy Group do? Uh, they can help you with your insurance needs. Automobile insurance, homeowner's insurance, maybe it's the cabin up north that you have. It could be a snowmobile, a jet ski boat, all the things in your life that need insured. They want to help you, and they have such a great way of going about it. What do they do? Well, they have 16 different companies and they will fight it out for your business. Some of them are the big dog companies you've heard of. Other, maybe a little bit more boutique, maybe more regional, but they will fight it out because sometimes the ones that you don't know as well, they might be able to help your situation out better than the big national agencies. But the good news is you don't have to do any of that work. The Canopy Group will do it all for you. Start saving today. Go to thecanopygroup.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey guys, hey we're back. Hey Steve. <laughs> Just laughing? trying to laugh more. That's oh, my that's uh, new okay. week resolution. All right, good one. Holly's here too. Hey, Holly. Yeah. Hey, Holly. See? Everybody's oh, doing that's it. good. It's... Should I try it too? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Oh, wow. You know what would be fun? A fun thing that you can't figure out? I want to learn a bunch of these things that you can't figure out. Like last night, I randomly asked the group that we had at our house, what is the most unused piece of fitness equipment that people buy? Which one flames out the quickest and no longer gets used? Like, there's no way to figure that out, but I wish we could learn it. You oh. just laughed, and I thought... What there's a person that probably at least subjectively has the best laugh on the planet. Oh, that's a I'd okay. like to hear who that is. Should we have a laughing contest? I don't think that's the right way to figure this out. Thank God. Anyway. All right, you think on that, okay? Thanks, Donna.
Okay. You we, pray on that tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'll be deep yeah. in prayer about that. All right. Um, and uh, prayer, praise report. Guess what? DJ Rock Lobster. He crawled out of his tank and into this show a couple years ago. And we said, in no uncertain terms, uh-huh. we'll make you a star. Yeah. And we did. We gave him a nickname. I mean, he's got all those people send him lobster paraphernalia. He tells us every time he's spotted out in the wild. All he knows how to say anymore is clomp clomp. <laughs> I mean, it got a little concerning <laughs> at know, a point, his, Holly, his, to be honest. And his production studio is just basically walking into a lobster tank. Yes. <laughs> what does it say? Like um, Rockbuster or it's the Blockbuster oh, logo? Instead, yes. It's Rockbuster. Block Lobster or something. I don't yeah. know. It's weird. And then there's little lobster stuff all over the place. So we made him a star after we fired him. That's correct. And brought him back part time. Um, that being said, turns out he made the strip. Yeah. Our buddy John Bream put together six cool things in music this week, meaning last week. Uh, that included Travis Scott, uh, Barbara Streisand's memoir, a Billy Joel a tribute show by Mick Sterling, um, and number one on the list. Now, I guess this is, if I understand how the list is put together, oh, Mary, and maybe okay, Mary, Mary Bush of New Prague. Yes. So is that like a, a list or a, a reader gets a chance to sort of do like a letter to the editor and then John has his. I am guessing down because below. I don't have a digital subscription, so I can only see part of it. I the don't, story. but I still must be in my free articles for <laughs> okay, the month. Good. So here's how it reads. Number one from Mary Bush of New Prague in the strip. She said, number one, Rock O'Clock on My Talk 1071. Mondays at eleven thirty AM on the Don and Steve show, production director Rocco Bonello plays short edited clips of songs and challenges the host to name the artists who are singing. It's a competitive ten minute segment with a simple, entertaining yet sometimes frustrating concept. That's me. That came in at- <laughs> <laughs> I, I am the frustrating part. That came yeah. at number one on the list. Way to go, Rocco. Okay, yeah, I think what they did was they did it from two points of view. So Mary got a point of view, I assume. Um, and yeah, again, John's first point said, disregard what Mary said about Rock O'Clock. It did not. <laughs> it did not. But that is very cool. And, so, you know, yay. he's probably got this printed out and shadow boxed in his oh, freaking production yeah, studio Yeah, with a little now. lobster mag, uh, like sticker I bet on it. If you had to guess which one of us ends up in an institution at the end of it all, it's got to be. Rocco's oh, got to be the Rocco. in-house favorite. Yeah, oh, for sure. Faux sure, Steve. And then he's got his clompers on, <laughs> shakes people's hands. With, and he has actual clomper gloves, right? Uh, that he yes, used he in, does. Our, in, the, in the movie during Project Down and Dirty. That's right. Anyway. Anyway, so. Thanks to, uh, the, uh, thanks to John Bream, thanks to Mary Bush, and thanks Star to the Star Tribune. Tribune. Yay. Um, I saw something that I found sort of crazy. So Amazon, Amazon Prime, they are about to introduce ads commercials are coming to amazon prime okay now this is something that netflix had already introduced turned out to be quite beneficial for them uh disney plus has already introduced this as well but now prime video is going to start showing ads um and they think that this is going to end up generating about five billion dollars in revenue annually and so that's pretty great if you can just create $5 billion in revenue virtually out of nothing, just giving people space within your shows and movies that you have. That's great. Um, so here's what Amazon Prime members, if you have Amazon Prime already and you're like, wait, I don't want to see commercials, you have two choices. You can cancel the subscription 
or you can pay an extra $3 per month to continue with ad-free viewing. Now, you could also just keep it and just let them show you ads as well. What a scam. Uh, But if you don't want to see the ads anymore on Amazon Prime, it's going to cost you an extra $36 a year to avoid that three bucks a month. Or you can just sit through and, and, you know, use it as... That's what I'm going to do. I have commercials on all my stuff. That's not surprising. But I actually find them to be a little bit... Wow, that was rude. Nice. Sometimes it's like, okay, now I can get up and pee or I'll go get some chips. Right, or I could get my clothes out of the dryer. Yeah. And yeah, then so I could fold my clothes while I'm watching. I'm not totally anti them. So anyway, that's happening with Amazon Prime. But then I was sort of shocked by this. As of December 2023, so just a month ago, Amazon Prime made up 3.3% of U.S. TV watching time, putting it ahead of Disney Plus. Wow. More people are watching Amazon Prime for a longer period of time than they are watching Disney Plus. Disney Plus makes up 1.9% of US TV watching time. Netflix, by the way, one of the big dogs, 7.7%. YouTube TV, 8.5%. But that's more like your traditional cable. But I was surprised. I don't feel like I ever hear anybody talking about Amazon Prime shows. You but don't? a lot of people are watching Amazon Prime. More people. It makes up more of our TV watching in this country than Disney+. Plus. Maybe I'm living in a Disney Plus bubble because I have a bunch of kids. Well, you would think that parents are constantly have that on. Yeah, put on another episode of Bluey. What's on Amazon Prime right now? I don't know. Was uh, was Jack? Was Jack Reacher? Ryan? Yeah, Jack Reacher and uh, Jack Ryan both on Amazon Prime. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. We've got Saltburn on there right now. Daisy Jones and the Six. Jury Duty. Suits. Okay. Uh, da, 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 let's see. Old oh. episodes of Ring Nation. <laughs> oh, really? With oh, Wanda amazing. Sykes that's and your Steve show. Patterson. I, th- I think that maybe that's what's driving the numbers. I don't know. It's probably not <laughs> my place to say, but probably. Okay. All right. Yeah, that is a little surprising. You know, I was watching an HBO show yesterday. And they referenced Netflix, and I thought that was interesting, because you really can't avoid it. They were like, what do you do in your free time? And the person said, I don't know, watch Netflix. Interesting. But it was an HBO Max show. Isn't that interesting? You are, you're interesting. Thanks oh for God. what you brought Can to the show. Can we mention, like, KF95 or other radio stations right now? We just did. All right. Maddie B with a uh, news quiz. Oh, this would be a good time for me to tell you about Blaze Credit Union. Uh, They are the result of a merger between Highway and Spire Credit Unions. But listen, they're still offering all the same great loan options that they did before. They're still offering free checking, and they're still giving back to the community. Blaze has more than 250,000 members and 26 locations. In fact, they've got two more locations coming later this year. Blaze is driven by Midwestern values, things like community and integrity, like hard work. I happen to be a member of Blaze. I have a savings account and I financed my car through Blaze. Steve is financing his car through Blaze. Uh, They offer all kinds of loans, mortgage, home equity loans. Also, they are the official credit union of the Minnesota Wild, offering custom Minnesota Wild checks, debit uh, and credit cards. Plus, Minnesota um, members with a Blaze uh, Wild account also get a discount at the Hockey Lodge. Go to BlazeCU.com. Blaze is insured by NCUA. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. It is Monday. It's 930. That means this. 
Come on, Matt, talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. Oh, yeah. Witness news. Well, hello, everybody. Hey, man. How's the rest doing? of the building right now? We've only been tucked up here. You've yeah. been down in the newsroom, in the news studio, probably in the cafeteria, all yeah. around. What's it like out there? Uh, there's breaking news in the downstairs hallway. They're putting in new energy efficient lighting. Ooh. So there's a, it's dark right now, kind of moody, and there's oh, a man really? with a headlamp. So oh. traverse with caution. Wow. Oh, wow. Occasionally he's on a ladder. Is that right? <laughs> wow. Happening right now. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, usually, what's your Monday like, listener, in your office? Anyway. That's funny. That's funny. We're so, to uh, we're going to do it again, right? Yeah, Headline yeah, yeah. news quiz. Of Let's um, do it, big money. So, this is the, the second time uh, we're taking a crack at this little bit of a new format. So, instead of just bringing up three headlines and, mm-hmm. you know, Donna gets on and starts shopping on, you know, mm-hmm. Timu or whatever it is while I'm talking. How dare you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> this time, we're making it interactive, and yes. I am bringing up a, and I spend a lot of time each morning making this which is you know kudos to me um (laughs) seven questions from the news yes and a tiebreaker if necessary because that's the lesson i learned from last time so let's just jump right in shall we play along if you're listening at home (laughs) number one number one (laughs) we're we're not to stop we're not to that was fun rain it in number one a new sonar image has detected what experts say could be the wreckage of the plane flown by this pilot. Donna. Who? No, I was going to say it was Sully, but they have that plane. Sully. Uh, no, Sullenberger. That is not correct. So I'll finish the question here. The wreckage of this plane, or uh, the plane flown by this pilot yeah, I know who this. disappeared ah, in the 1930s. No, Donna, Donna, no, you Earnhardt. already had your chance. Yeah. No, uh, Amelia Earnhardt. Amelia Earnhardt. Earnhardt. <laughs> That's a point for Steve. Fine. I'm going to give that to Steve. Donna, definitely. be respectful. Yeah. So Remember, uh, young girls are listening, looking up to you. <laughs> no, they're not. It could be Amelia Earhart's plane. She, of course, was the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic in 1937. She disappeared a month later off the coast of Hawaii in the Pacific Ocean. And experts say this new sonar image, it's a plane-shaped outline. It could very well be wow. her plane. And they say, the experts, that it deserves a closer look. Absolutely. Mm. Wow. All these years later. Hmm. All right, number two. Number. Number. Oh, wait, Stop sorry. It. Stop it. There were Pavlov's you listen, dogs. Like, you listen as well as Fisher and Finley. Whoa, it's terrible. Say right, don't it. say the numbers then. Just go to the next question. Yeah, because if you say we it, we're can. like Pavlov's dogs. Yeah, we like... will say it. <laughs> okay. Number. Okay. No, 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 no. All right, sorry. Number two. A San Francisco man was perplexed after he discovered this household appliance was slowing down his internet connection by using three gigabytes of data a day. Steve. Yes. What is his dishwasher? No. Donna, microwave. No. TV. Any any others? Uh, yes. Uh, the, the, the alarm clock. It was his washing machine. Oh, you're so close. close. So apparently his smart washing machine kind of went on the fritz. Now, they have fancy washing machines that can connect to Wi-Fi, so you can control it from your phone, or you can get an alert, a push alert or whatever, a text message when your yep. laundry is done. But his his LG machine went bonkers and was using three gigabytes uh, a day. Which is like enough to stream sh- like wow. television shows for hours, you know. So it it was just a, yeah. He fi- finally figured it out where all that data. So was now, going. what is he, I wonder what he does? Does he bring the the 
Does he return it? Change it? I think it? Uh, he rebooted it, and and then it <laughs> reboot. He rebooted it or whatever, or plugged it out and plugged it back in, and then uh, it's it's fine now. It's back to normal. LG says they think it was just a one off. Okay, it oh. just got lost in in the cloud. All right. The Internet All of right. Things, Donna. All right. Everything's connected. All right. Bite your tongues. Number three. Mm-hmm. A new study shows more married couples are doing this without their partners. Donna, vacationing. Yes. Woo! Wow. Nice. Right, Donna. Did Donna. you know it or was that a guess? Guess. Nice They're guess. vacationing solo. More uh, partners are choosing to travel on their own. They're channeling their inner eat, pray, love moments. Most popular among retired couples, 55 wow. and older. Uh, they, as a population, are traveling alone 46% more. Wow. 46% That's more. That's surprising to me. Unless you're teaming up with like other friends. Right. It feels like that would get lonely in a hustle. No, I'm sure it's... What does that mean? Like girlfriends girl, trip, girl yeah. trip, yeah, Dude's trip. Oh, well, if sure. Some people like you know. Some people might like a cruise, or some people might like the mountains over the beach, and so they're right. you know they're like, listen, this doesn't mean anything. I like the beach. You don't we're, want to lay on the beach. You like to explore. Exactly. I'll go to the beach. Bye. Yeah, we're just gonna go where we respectively want to go. So right. That's the new. Love it. It's the new thing. Don't think it's weird. Okay, here we go. Number four. Starting in August, all hockey players under 18 will have to wear guards to protect what part of Steve. their bodies? Yes, Steve. Their, their neck. That's correct. This is, nice. this is a serious one. Uh, they'll have to start wearing neck guards. And, of course, we've reported downstairs about uh, Minnesota native professional hockey player Adam Johnson, who was killed mm-hmm. overseas. His neck was cut by another player's skate. Oh, my he was. Gosh. I know. It was, it's it's <gasps> terribly tragic. Yeah. And it has prompted um, all around around the world, new hockey safeguards being put into place, including neck guards. Uh, now, across the United States, all youth players will have to wear them. And they're picking a start date of August because of supply chain and supplies. The stores are going to have to stock up on them because wow. everybody's going to be buying them. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it, that is important. Good. And yeah. it feels like, yeah, yeah, that is a super critical part of our body. Mm-hmm. Let's, and I'm sure it'll take a little getting it. used to. Yeah, right? the players have been say, playing for a long time without that equipment. Takes a little getting used to, but I think worth it. I think so. Uh, too. Two to one right now, Steve. Who? You. Okay. Yeah. Steve's in the lead. Okay. okay, number five. Billions of these red eyed winged insects are going to emerge across parts of the U.S. this spring in numbers not seen anywhere in the country since 2015. Donna. Yes, Donna. What is a lightning bug? That's not correct. Steve. <laughs> what is a locust? That's close, and some people confuse Donna, them with it. Yes, Donna. What is a dragonfly? Not correct. What is a cicada? First of all, it's a cicada. Cicada, whatever. Shout out to John, John Cicada. John Cicada. Cicada. You say cicada, I say cicada. Oh, gosh, I think I'll take it. Yes, cicadas. Okay, fine. Billions of cicadas are expected to be out in full force mid to late May or early June across many Midwestern states, including Wisconsin. So there are two groups of these things, and one group emerges every 13 years, one every 17 years, and eventually they, like, line up. And this is a lineup moment, I guess, in history, and they're all going to bust out this spring. Oh, Lord. Um, so, and they're, it's going to be crazy. You know, they have the little beady red eyes and everything. And they, they I don't the, know what they look like. Google it. I I shan't. Okay, well, whatever. So this is the last time this big population boom happened for cicadas in 2015. It's not going to happen again until 2037. Okay. Are these the ones that make the... Yeah, they they, they make that... My mom called them chi-chi bugs. Like that... 
Hey, it's like geez. a roar. You hear them kind of. Yes. Oh, in the summer. I mm-hmm. love that. It's that sound. summertime noise. Well, Choo-choo you're going to hear it now because there's so many oh. of them. That's a big All right, one. Great. A big crop this year. I tried to Google it. Uh oh. I did accidentally Google John Cicada. By the way, <laughs> what a career. I mean, his music. It's great. Yeah, nothing against him, but no. I'll take it. So I'm going to accept that. So Steve, right. with three, Donna, one. Donna, come on. I bring know. It. Come on. Give me an easy one. All right. Number six. Experts discovered a new type of this by surprise while they were peering deep into space and they've nicknamed it Donna. an old smoker. Yes, Donna. Planet. No. Comet. No. Star. Correct. Yeah. Oh, no. I yeah. guess we have to determine the rules. Like, can you just keep going back and forth until I someone have to gets give it? Turns. Yeah, yeah. You can't double guess. Right. Okay. The other person has so, to have a guess. Right. And that's how you guess we did again. it. Right? So that works. Yeah. So there we go. So okay. Donna's on the board again here. Yeah. It's a new type of star. They're calling it an old smoker. An international team of scientists <laughs> say they really <laughs> these old stars just sit there quietly for long periods of time, barely noticeable, before suddenly putting out puffs of smoke. And many really? of them have been discovered in our Milky Way galaxy. He said Milky. Throwing a flag. He said Milky. Matthew. Milky. Milk. Milky Way. Milky. I don't have to say it like Dr. Evil. Milky. Milky. I'm a milk person. I'm okay. sorry. Yes? Hmm, I wonder why that happened. Do you say milk? I do. Milk. 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 I don't know. You know what you're doing is wrong, though, right? We just want to make sure <laughs> the people who say milk know... They're incorrect. By the way, how about that star naming registry scam, oh, I love right? It. Name oh. us, hey, uh, Bill, happy birthday. That star up there, yeah, it's called Bill Star. <laughs> I mean, is that stuff I real? I like 100 bucks, too. <laughs> I'd rather have a hissing cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> No so, for Donna's birthday. <laughs> Donna, no pressure here, but if you win this one. <gasps> Ooh. You we'll would tie it up, and then we'll have to use the okay, tiebreaker. Right, so, like, it. you gotta get this. Steve, don't even take part. Just get it. All right, here we go. Number seven. Police in Detroit discovered this cute surprise in the pocket of a jacket worn by a man accused of robbing $5,000 from a person who just left the bank. What Donna, was in the man's pocket, Donna? Sugar glider. The heck? What is that? That's a squirrel. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say a, uh, like, a toy. A toy. No. Donna, this is right up your alley, Donna. A puppy. Yes! yes! Really? Yes! A five-week-old puppy. Oh, oh the my. baby boo! Officers surprised finding the puppy, which could fit in the palm of your hand, uh, in that man's jacket pocket after he was arrested for that theft. <laughs> they called the puppy Bandit. They gave the puppy the name Bandit. So. Aw, cute. Okay. Wow. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker, we go. The big drama. Money, all right, money. all right. This is, this is... Same rules apply for yeah. how we answer. All right, okay. scream your name first. Screaming. Tiebreaker. The government will start accepting these today. Something more than 128 million individuals need to get done by April. Taxes. Tax season starts today. Let's go. Call your tax guy, by the Mm -hmm. way. The IRS says uh, it has increased the amount of help available through its toll-free phone number, by the way, and hopefully uh, expanded the callback feature. So if you do call and there's a big wait time, you can do the thing where it's like, press one and we'll call you back. And then you can go do more laundry and then eventually the phone will ring. Thank you. Oh, Steve, congratulations. Thank you very much. Very education. We had fun and we learned something, too. And we're going to go with... With headline news quiz, unless a listener out there has a name for this segment today that gets our attention, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Yeah. Then we're going to get a full intro. 
Yeah. It's going to be great. Old oh, tiny yeah. typewriter. You got it. And Everything he already, you want. He already gave him to to himself. But let's give Matt Belanger kudos for oh, what he did today. Yeah. Listen, I've been around here long enough that I know you kind of have to give yourself kudos. Uh, this is that's a tough, exactly this right. tough place. Uh, you can watch Matt Belanger on 5 Eyewitness News Morning starting at 4.30 a.m. Yay. Uh, when we come back, it'll be time for See Something, Say Something. So I have a thought. I saw a commercial last night in a group of people with like eight adults Okay. of the Apple Vision Pro. Did you have a party and not invite me? I'll tell you what the consensus of that group was and why I think we might be getting close to the downfall of humanity. He did. He that when we come back. Thanks for coming over last night, Matt, by the way. When we come back, Donna, Steve, on my talk. Oh, hi, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant's law firm and a message about how social media posts can be used against you in a personal injury case. You guys, it's it's probably the last thing you're thinking about after an accident because let's face it, these days... It's totally normal to post about things that happen to you, good and bad. But the thing is that I learned from Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant, insurance adjusters will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you truly deserve. So you need someone to advocate for you. And your social media, your post can be twisted. It can be taken out of context. And that includes both words and it includes pictures that you post. You got one shot at winning your injury claim, so be really careful with your social media posts. If you have been in an accident that results in injury, don't wait. Schedule a free consultation with Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. Like I said, it's totally free, and you could find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. And Steve, Monday edition of the show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and coming up at 1130 today. Steve's favorite game. We're playing a cover story, everybody. Named uh, one of six cool things in music by the Star Tribune. Listen, it was in the strip. Whatever, man. All right. These segments are going crazy. People are losing their minds. Thank you to the strip. Mary Bush from New Prague and being a part of John Bream's column. It was all wonderful. God only knows how. Much this has already gone to DJ Rock, Rock Lobster's head. head. He sent it to us. I know. We would have never known. Wow. I but, guess we got a shout out in yeah, it, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Very nice. Thank you so much. Um, I need to get something off of my chest. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So last night, had a little party, a little get together. Mm. Bunch of friends, colleagues. Wow. Radio workers. Wow. And uh, it was a great time. Hurtful. You make a mean spinach artichoke dip no! and I, see, and they, I, I told you not to talk about the spinach artichoke dip because I don't want people hitting me up for the recipe, Holly, but thank you for bringing that to light. Um, you know, it was just a good time. Hmm. So anyway, um, oh, Who I, else need, was there? I need to return Dan's jacket. Uh, she's been uh, our boss. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, there's a party with um, Hurtful. our friends Nick and Pam, my brother-in-law, Janie and Dave, and okay. all the kids. Anyway, there was a commercial that came on during... The football game last night between the Niners and the uh, Lions. And it was for Apple Vision Pro. Okay. These are the goggles 
that Apple is coming out with that looks a lot like the Oculus. Looks like a VR headset in many ways. That thick band that wraps around your head and these goggles that look about the size of ski goggles, if you haven't seen them. Mm. And, th- and that might be the best thing of likening it to appearance-wise. It, it looks like ski goggles. And people have said when they tested them, and it comes out in just a couple of weeks. Oh, my gosh. Maybe later this week, actually. People have said it's really remarkable. Those who have tested these goggles from Apple. This is crazy because, unlike an Oculus or a VR headset, that is an opaque setup. So you are in the virtual reality world at all times. Be careful where you step or swing your hands. With Apple Vision Pro... It's much more like an augmented reality, and so there are things that could come up. So if I had these Apple goggles on right now, I could see the room around me, and I could also have an email widget that is up in front of me that I tap on, and now it opens. Okay. And so they say that, you know, you could also watch a movie that way. And I really want to like these things. They are $3,500. That being said... If you had to ask me what was your gut reaction after watching it in a room with other adults who all had the same, like, what? I think these might be truly terrible for society. Oh. The idea, like at the end at the end of this commercial, they have a dad who is there walking around like a dope in his big ski goggles in his house. And he's doing work, but like he's in the room with the kids. And then at the end, the daughter, you know, whatever, dad, dad. And he looks down and he's like, I know, honey, right? Blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) they're showing you like, look, now he's in full transparent mode and she can see his eyes through his tinted ski goggles and they're still connecting. You don't go away and seclude yourself like you do in virtual reality. This is augmented reality. This is a $3,500 computer that goes with you anywhere you want and right now I could have text messages coming in if I had my Apple Vision Pro on and I could be looking at them and you think I'm looking the point that I made was and I get very distracted by my phone. It's already hard enough when you get together with people for them to not be out of habit, often involuntarily or not consciously looking down at their phone. Mm-hmm. Now you got these freaking dopes. Wearing these giant ski goggles, and then oh. they're like, "No, no, no, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm in transparent mode. Keep going." And you're first of all, they look stupid. They just look stupid. They look cool if you're skiing. They look stupid in your living room. And I'm just trying to figure out what's the point. I just think if I had to say, and I am really risking all future Apple endorsements, by the way. But if you had to say, is this a net positive, a neutral, or a net negative for society? I'm going net negative. Okay. That seems like, oh my God, can you be any more distracted than to have something right in your eyeballs while you're trying to have a conversation with someone, but you're getting notifications that you've got emails and text messages. and There could be great parts about it. Medium writes, the Apple Vision Pro is more than a technological marvel. It's a potential game changer for society. The ability to blend digital content with physical space can transform how we work learn and interact. Now, I do see applications for it. I could see it in a classroom. Everybody put these on now, and now as the teacher tells you about the Galapagos, you're there. 
you're in the room, but now you're seeing them. And it can become an interactive experience that has, when treated appropriately, good sure. stuff. Okay. But yeah, once like enough that. rich dudes start walking around and we're just wearing... If we become a society of people wearing ski goggles so that we can always have our computer in front of our eyeballs at any given moment, I just don't know if it's great long-term for the fabric of society. Sure. We're doing it now. We're just doing it differently. Yeah, it just Correct. might be better for our necks. Right. <laughs> Exactly. That's why four out of five chiropractors. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just thought, will I'd love to know. I'd love to snap my fingers and look 10 years in advance to know if the Apple Vision Pro does, in fact, go the way of Google Glass, which mm-hmm. are the Google Glasses that are now defunct. They had some specific applications oh, yeah. that worked well at some people's businesses and stuff, but by and large is done. Or will we... Will as many people as have iPhones in 10 or 15 years be walking around with goggles or Ray-Bans or what? Maybe they'll get cooler looking and smaller and less bulky, I'm sure. But then they'll just be contact lenses. No one will know what you're doing. You'll just look like you're super disturbed. Maybe (laughs) staring off into the void. But it's like, it's okay. Checking your messages. (laughs) Yeah. That guy's just, he's watching a movie over there. I don't know. I just, I just don't know. know You should see the commercial. And just feel like, is this, I don't know. I bet good? there this... will be a Super Bowl commercial oh, I am, for this, I, for I, sure. I, I am sure of it. Hmm. I'm sure they had a ton of eyeballs last night, too, because what was it, last week, that Buffalo Bills-Kansas City Chiefs game featuring Taylor Swift had 56 million <laughs> yeah. viewers. Well, they already had a commercial for it last night. It had Devo. I which, love Devo. Yeah, which oh is ironic God. because Devo, their whole thing is the glasses, right? Well, no, it's just like they're against all this stuff, but then oh, they're that's using true. that. I don't know, man. It's weird. Okay, bye. It's so bye bizarre. On. They're selling out is what they're doing. Uh, Holly's walking out because yeah, she's already she's done her service for yeah. today. And the big Zamboni, Mike the Men, she comes in next. Music news. Bye. Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.